Hey everyone and welcome to the Year Once the podcast all about today that gives you just enough information to effectively be that guy at the party causing all your friends to question, hey, who invited you? Like, seriously, why are you here? I'm your host Michael Montalvo and for the next few minutes we will swim through the river of time to try and find out what makes today truly unique. In this episode we examine the events that occurred September 15th. Many things have changed the course of mankind, with one of those things being, of course, medicine. From shaman and medicine men to the ancient Greeks, including Hippocrates and the vow to do no harm, to more modern forms of medicine like that of Marie Curie and her studies on radium, a subject of a previous episode. Medicine is always evolving, with new forms of medication being developed in order to fight a variety of diseases that the world faces. And as we have seen, this is nothing new. It's been happening since the first time that, well, it happened. And that brings us to Alexander Fleming. Alexander Fleming was born in Lockfield, Ayrshire, Scotland. His father, Hugh, was a farmer, and his mother, Grace, didn't have a formal job that I could find. For his early life, I actually couldn't find much information to talk about, and most of the articles I read skip over his early years entirely, and instead jump straight to his moving to London to complete his education with his brothers and sister. He graduated from the Regent Street Polytechnic, now named the University of Westminster, where actually something pretty cool happened. Quick side note here, in the years between 1962 and 1965, Roger Waters, Nick Mason, and Richard Wright of Pink Floyd actually first met there on campus. They even started a band named Sigma Six and played in common rooms. The school actually has a plaque to commemorate this. But back to Fleming. After school, Fleming initially worked in a shipping office as a clerk, and even served in the army before 1901, after which he was awarded a scholarship to St. Mary's Hospital Medical School. And he did pretty good there, graduating with distinction in 1906. It was here at St. Mary's that he would stay and do the research of his career, but while St. Mary's would be his professional home, it wasn't always intended to be. That all kind of came down to his army days. While serving in the London Scottish Regiment, he became something of a marksman, and wanting a ringer, the St. Mary's Rifle Club captain talked to and convinced Fleming to pursue a career in research. It was actually here that he met Sir Almuth Wright, who, as you may know, was a pioneer in immunology and vaccines. Wright took Fleming under his wing, and Fleming stayed at St. Mary's as a member of the inoculation department. And it was while working in this department that something interesting happened. The year was 1928, and on this day, September 15th, Alexander Fleming discovered penicillin. So like we normally do on these types of episodes, we're going to look back at how Fleming made this discovery. Also, for the sake of transparency, there is some debate as to when this actually happened. Fleming's own journal lists the 28th, although there are articles 
that report the 3rd of September and others that report the 15th of September. So while the exact date is in question, all agree that it was September of 1928. As the story goes, Fleming was on vacation and had been gone for some two weeks. Where he went is unimportant to the story, but I hear it was a nice trip. Fleming had been studying and testing a bacteria known by the scientific-sounding name Staphylococcus. One of the petri dishes that contained the bacteria was somehow left uncovered and outside of the incubator that was supposed to be its home. From here, it's a story as old as time. Bacteria culture takes up residence in a petri dish. Mold floats into room, possibly from mold growths being studied downstairs. The temperature was right for the mold to grow. The mold grew and fought off the bacteria. And, you know, just the usual stuff. You, you've heard it a million times. When he returned from vacation, Fleming went around cleaning the lab and, upon discovering the petri dishes, discovered that the mold was keeping the bacteria from growing in spots around it. Fleming then took this mold and studied it, determining it to be Penicillium notatum, a mold that is similar to the mold found on bread. With further study and experimentation, he also found the mold to be an effective treatment against pathogens that caused scarlet fever, pneumonia, gonorrhea, meningitis, and diphtheria. The only thing was that in order to use it as a treatment, he had to first make a kind of liquid juice from the mold by dissolving the agar gel in the petri dish. Once done, though, he found that he could dilute the solution over 800 times and still use it as an effective treatment. Fleming continued his studies with the mold and published his results in 1929 to less than enthusiastic results, and eventually stopped studying it altogether in 1931. So, while it was Alexander Fleming who discovered penicillin, it wouldn't be until Howard Florey and Ernest Chain, who did their own research, and then Norman Heatley, who would team up with them in 1940, that they were able to produce penicillin in large quantities, just in time for the war. And then, just like anything else, the quest to make it exclusive and make the researchers rich quickly took hold. Chain believed that the patent was the only way to go, but others felt it was unethical to patent a drug with its potential. When everything was said and done, the process to make penicillin was patented, but the drug itself was not. For their efforts in developing penicillin, Fleming Chain and Flory were all awarded the Nobel Prize in 1945, and the idea of other antibiotics spread and the search for them began. Catherine Dunn once said, Prior to penicillin and medical research, death was an everyday occurrence. It was intimate. And that's true. Many lives have been saved by the discovery of penicillin. It's been called the single greatest victory achieved over disease. And again, I can see that. When talking about it later on, though, Fleming would say, I did not invent penicillin. Nature did that. I only discovered it by accident. And I think that really speaks to how life works sometimes. You can find what you're looking for without ever really knowing that you're looking for it. 
That's going to do it for us today. If you like this podcast and want to hear more, give us a rate and a review. That helps me out and helps steer this in a direction that is hopefully good for all. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can find the Year Was audio version on your podcast app of choice. You can find me on social media and at YouTube at the Apple Cider Club. And as always, I want to thank the Tim Kreitz Band for our musical theme. And thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.